So, um, we're going to begin to our final topic of the day. We're going to be heading out. Um, so, we're going to be trying to come up with a plan to fix the DCEU, um, the, D the uh, DC Extended Universe here. Right now, we heard about the big shakeup that's been going on uh, at Warner Brothers. Them canceling a bunch of projects. A new head honcho has kind of come in, David Zaslov, who is the new CEO now, uh, amongst the merger between Warner Brothers and Discovery. Uh, big news was that they canceled the Batgirl movie starring Leslie Grace. Um, they also canceled the Scoob movie, which was uh, the Scoob Haunted uh, House, I think it was, the sequel to the Scoob animated movie that was directly going to go to HBO Max. Um, so, yeah, and they're kind of reportedly also canceling some other projects maybe uh, with the DC stuff. Um, and during a meeting, uh, this was reported by Hollywood Reporter, they very much stressed that they want to be like Marvel. They want to have the big 10-year plan um, and very much be the new Marvel, um, which, I mean, I guess, you know, hey, why wouldn't you? I mean, Marvel is hugely successful, multi-billion dollar franchise, one of the biggest franchises in the whole world, uh, which is headed up by Kevin Feige, and David Zaslav very much wants to find his own Kevin Feige, um, you know, and, and to, to guide the DCEU and everything like that. Um, so we're going to be coming up with some suggestions of what we think we should see and what we want from the DC stuff. Um and also, like, reportedly of what they're going to do with the Flash movie. That's also a big up-in-the-air thing. Are they going to cancel it? What they're going to do with it? Um, so, reportedly, there's, like, three uh, there's three scenarios kind of going on with this uh, Flash movie that Warner Brothers is weighing in. So, yeah, the whole situation is super unfortunate. Uh, not to be political on your show, um, I'm pretty sure David uh, Zasloff is a Trump supporter. It's a, it's a reason why... Um, Afro-Latina actresses of color are losing their jobs, um, or not their job, but like their films aren't being seen. Um, you know, he, according to him and the, 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 his board or whatever, the movie sucks, and that's why I'm not going to show it. It's too much of a risk. You risk nothing by putting it on, on HBO Max like you originally intended, or, or, Walt, or Walter Hamada, who owes Ray Fisher still an apology, um, intended. Um, I, I I don't know. Um, uh, I think Supergirls is also getting scrapped because you know uh, Sasha Kakaye is Latina, and I don't know. Um, we're noticing what's being scrapped and what's being kept. And uh, last week when they um, announced the merger and what it would look like, um, the new HBO Max uh, Discovery, um, like all the memes. Oh, it, according to this, HBO Max will will, will, will be for the men. And, and Discovery will be, for, will be for the women. I'm like, okay. And like, they're getting rid of uh, the uh, Studio Ghibli hub on um, on uh, HBO Max. That's that's really frustrating. Uh, that's really but, a dumb um, decision since Studio Ghibli. It's big with a, really, a lot of people. Big. It's a big, exactly. Really big. Um, but yeah, David uh, Zaslav, whatever. He'll he'll do what he wants to do. But um, I uh, as far as ideas for saving or pivoting uh if if they want their own kevin feige i think early this week um there were talks of bringing in uh, greg uh, greg berlanti who kind of oversees um the cw dc shows and um granted none of them look great none of them have a budget that you know that can support the the visual effects that they need to really pull it off and make it look good 
but the story is there and the connectivity is there. They still struggle because it's network television and they want to make one season 22 minutes long, 45 minutes each, and like there's a lot of filler there. Yeah. But but still, Greg Berlanti, being the Kevin Feige of that CWDC Arrowverse, he paved the way to Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is kind of where I, I, I was, I, I watched all the way. I watched Flash, I watched Arrow, I watched DC Legends, I watched, um, um, there's another one. Black Lightning. Uh, uh, Black Lightning, uh, Supergirl. Um, Batwoman. They all, Batwoman, they all came together and we got Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is a really big story in, in DC Comics, like one of the biggest battles in DC Comics. Um, but you know, it's 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 the equivalent to the MCU's Endgame and, and Infinity War. Everything is leading up to to this, and Greg Berlanti pulled that off. So if they want um, their their own Kevin Feige type, I think Greg Berlanti is a great is a great choice. He knows these stories, these characters. He cares the way Kevin Kevin Feige does, um, and uh, and um, I'm sure he would love the job. Uh, and of course, with all the drama with the Flash, Ezra Miller. Um, we know there are, there are options going forward. Um, Grant Gustin is on the last season of The Flash, season nine. If he wants to, you know, make that leap from television to the big screen, it's already canon. If you watched um, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, where Ezra Miller has a cameo in the in the Arrowverse, like, right. whoa, this can't happen. Like, what's going on? Like, you're me. Like, that happened. Yeah. That is real. So there's no <laughs> reason why they can't. If they, if you know, I don't see why Grant Gustin would turn that down. Um, bringing, bringing Grant Gustin and bringing Greg Berlanti, like commercially, co- commercial, commercially, the Arrowverse isn't great. You know, ratings have been have been plummeting, but the story is there. The characters, the storylines, the plot, the 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 end game, it's it's there. Like, so if if. If uh, David Zasloff wants that for the DCEU, look to the CW because they've been telling uh, long-form stories that interconnect for sure. Mm, interesting. Um, so, uh, so the three possible scenarios uh, with the Flash movie that's going to happen, and the Flash, by the way, is the show is going to be ending. Uh, it's it got canceled the ninth season. Um, so a lot of the CW like Arrowverse stuff, I think that was like the last Arrowverse show that is gonna be mm-hmm. that, that it's the last remainder, well remaining one, uh, because Supergirl got canceled, Bat- Black Lightning got canceled, Batwoman got canceled, uh, Arrow DC Legends ended. is ending. Yeah, DC Legends is ending. So all of those shows. So that's kind of the last one remaining is the Flash, which is yeah. ending, which had nine seasons, which is a pretty long run, nine seasons. Good run, um, especially with all the episodes that they've had. Um, it's pretty long. So with the Flash movie, um, so the three scenarios, this is uh, according to Hollywood Reporter here. Uh, Warner Brothers is reporting considering three different scenarios. The first involves releasing the film with limited press. Apparently Warner's only stipulation in this case is that Miller seeks uh, professional help after returning to their family home. Eventually Miller would have to give an interview explaining their behavior. Miller would then do a limited amount of press following the film's release. Okay, so that's one. That's scenario number one. Um, I don't think. I mean, unless Ezra Miller can, unless he can speak like Shakespeare and come up with some great words, and I don't know. I don't know what they can say that's gonna really 
give some good explanation to what the fuck has been going on with you know with uh them so what do you think of that first scenario that they you know that they kind of just have them you know them do an interview and in order to get out of it or, or yeah so uh earlier this week they released the three uh, options and and purely out of irony and humor fans are like the first one, let this man speak. We want to know what is going through his head. How is he going to explain all this? Let him speak. The first one, please. Oprah, just sit down with him for an hour and just spill the tea because we want to know what is good with this man. This man is a menace. He's hopping from state to state, attacking people, and it took them forever to do anything about it. Um, two years ago, where he grabbed a fan by the neck and brought her to the ground, that was never addressed. That clip went viral. It was never addressed. Um, so, um, let him speak. Uh, I don't. Me personally, I don't know because you know there's clearly a racial bias in Hollywood. This man has done so much and is receiving so much grace. All Ray Fisher did was speak out, and he's like blacklisted and like you know just not getting any any help. Uh, Will Smith doesn't have a history of violence at all. He opened palm slaps someone on Chris Rock on on camera during a an award show. His career is over. His next films are on hold. On his, his whole career now is on hold, really. But Ezra Miller is in Hawaii. He's down south. He's up north. He's throwing bars chairs at bars. He's slapping people. He's threatening kids on TikTok. Like not like and they're. They're taking forever to do anything. They've taken no action. So for me personally, um, for him, it, as, as much as it would be funny and entertaining maybe to have him, sorry, them, um, to have them uh, come on and and open up, I think, uh, is it, is it um, I think option two. I, I think option two is, is what I would personally prefer. I don't think, uh, I don't think they deserve the, the grace to speak. Um, I'm sure they have um, a mental health issue. I'm sure they got their own battles, but this has gone on long enough. Um, uh, and there are so many people who've, who've done far less and have lost everything. I don't think it's fair to give him, give them the, uh, the uh, time of the day for okay. option one. Uh, so the second option is that the film is still released, even if Miller doesn't seek help. They would not participate in any marketing or press for the film. That's an unusual movie. Uh, uh, that's an unusual move for a film star. But given the circumstances, it would make sense. Following the film's release, Miller would not play the Flash in any future projects. Um, that goes into one of my things about you know plan for the DCU. So reportedly, I think they said that they're doing reshoots a little bit uh, with bringing back Ezra Miller to do some reshoots for the movie. Um, which, by the way, you got to think the budget for this Flash movie has to be huge. I mean, with the reshoots and then they got to market the movie. And we haven't even seen like a full trailer of the movie yet. We've only seen like a teaser uh, of it. So we haven't even seen a full trailer of it. So one of my things is you recast Ezra Miller. Like, you know, because this movie, it seems like it's doing the plot of the Flashpoint Paradox from the comics where everything gets messed up in the, you know, the universe, the multiverse, all that other stuff. Um, this is a perfect opportunity because this is supposed to be like a big reset for the DCEU which, with this movie where you can change and keep the stuff you didn't like and keep the stuff you do like, people do like. Um, I think the big thing at the end is, and we already established like when Ezra Miller appeared on 
Flash that there can be two Flashes that look completely different, like Grant Gustin and Ezra Miller. They look two, two like completely different people. Um, so you could have it where Barry Allen shows back up and he looks completely different, played by a new actor at the end of the movie, if you so choose to. Um, you know, and whoever that actor will be, you know, you can have I think Logan Lerman uh, or uh, uh, Dylan O'Brien, the guy from. Uh, uh, What's that show? Team Wolf. Uh, Dylan O'Brien from that show. I think he would be a great choice. So whatever actor you would want to choose to replace him would, would be fine. Um, what would be your choice uh, to replace uh, uh, Ezra Miller? Oh, man. Um, so like you, uh, my first experience with superhero stuff was DC Animation. Batman, Superman, Justice League, Unlimited, Teen Titans. So growing up, Wally West was my... Flash. Um, mm. It wasn't until I was older I realized, oh, Barry Allen is actually the flagship Flash. Everyone loves him, and you know he's he's always been like the main Flash in comics. Um, but growing up, it's always been the orange, the redhead, uh, uh, Wally West. Um, I, I know, and I think in the New Fifty Two, Wally West is is black. Um, so that's cool um, if that's the case. Um, of course, Grant Gustin uh, easily switch him out if you wanted to. Uh, um, but yeah, option two. Um, don't don't give the Ezra any any press time. Let Michael Keaton do all the press. Why not? He's Michael Keaton. Um, he's right there. Um, Sasha Kaye. Um, this is her first, you know, big budget blockbuster film. Uh, she's playing Supergirl. By all means, let her you know lead lead the press tour. Um, uh, I think I think Batfleck jumped ship from Flash and went to. Um, Aquaman. I think uh, Jason Momoa spilled the tea about that, and he's he's gonna appear in Aquaman, Batfleck. Mm. Um, but um, as far as this goes, uh, I I do like option two. Um, don't let Ezra do any press tour. Um, give give uh, someone with a record and as clean as Michael Keaton a time, um, and and give uh, a newcomer like Sasha Kaye um, the the spotlight. Um, I think. Uh, Option two is great. As far as uh, recasting entirely, if not Grant Gustin, um, I don't know. Um, I don't know right now. I'm thinking uh, my mind's going straight to uh, Harry Shum Jr. from from Glee, and um, and um, uh, he was just in uh, Everything Everywhere All the Time, uh, all all at once with um, with the uh, Rakakuni uh, sequence. Oh, um, okay, this guy right here. Yeah, yeah, that guy. That. Yeah, him. Yeah, him. Um, if not him, I'm trying to think. Young, young actor for for Wally West. Um, right now, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking Harry Shum Jr. Right now, I don't know why. Have you ever seen um, The Good Place? Have you seen that? Um, I haven't. Se- I- I've seen episodes. I've seen episodes. Okay. I was gonna. I was gonna say like now that you showed me this guy, I was gonna think. I was thinking kind of Jason from The Good Place. Um, is he is he the ditz who's in love with uh, Jamila Jamil's character? Yeah, the Asian guy. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, he he'd be great. Yeah, um, he'd be great. Yeah, and he could be. I mean, maybe he'd make a good Wally West. Maybe, maybe you know, comedic. Yeah, exactly. Like if if they want to if they want to shift with the DCEU and get rid of Barry Allen completely and bring in Wally West, then um, then you know, uh, cast uh. Damson Idris, maybe you know he—he's a young black man, and he can—he can bring that—he uh, can bring that—that that energy and 
and charisma, I think, to, to, to Wally West. Or um, who's the actor uh, from uh, Harry Potter, and he and he was on uh, how to get how to get how to get away with murder. Um, uh, I forget his name. But, uh, I've uh, never seen How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. Um, he was in Harry Potter. I think. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, the black guy. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the yeah. one who was part of Slytherin. Oh, okay, that guy. I know. I know you're talking I, I, about. I, I think. I think he was part of Slytherin. Um, uh, like uh, I think in in um, I think in Order of the Phoenix or Half Blood Prince, he starts dating uh, Jenny, and then, like it gets a little testy. Uh, I, I, I Dean think. Thomas. Is this... Yes, there you go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I think um he could be a a potentially right Wally West. Um. But yeah, that's all I have in mind for like recasting. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as option two goes, yeah, no no press. Let Michael Keaton and Sasha do all the press. Yeah. Uh, Dean Thomas was the character name. Alfred uh, Enoch is his uh, is his real name. There you go. Guy. Yeah. Uh, who was in? Uh, yeah, I think he's still young guy. enough. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna move on to the third option here. Yeah. Uh. Let's see. The third option is, uh, their solution would be to scrap the movie completely. Miller plays multiple characters and is in almost every scene, making it practically impossible to save even through recasting and reshoots. This is apparently very much at uh, a worst case scenario reserved for if Miller's situation continues to deteriorate. Uh, would be shocking blow if the scenario occurred, considering the film's cost is of two hundred million dollars. Um, hmm. So, what do you think about this third option? Yeah, this is gonna. If they went with this, it'd be a ma- like two hundred fifty dollars isn't even including marketing, which is gonna cost another one hundred fifty to to do press tour and billboards and airtime and all that. Um, it'd be a massive hit to DC and Warner Brothers to scrap it enti- uh, completely. But you know they've done that to other to other projects that obviously didn't cost as much. But it's it's, it's the principle, you know. Um, that would be crazy. I, I don't know how they. It would put them in a, in a pretty deep hole, like in a, in a pretty deep financial hole, in a pretty big bind for a while. But this Warner Brothers, um, they got some pretty big IPs. They they would bounce back. Um, I do. I'm interested. I'm still intrigued by seeing the movie, mm-hmm. and uh, and like you said, um, uh, they are I think filming some post credit scenes to kind of, uh, uh, fill out some, some, some plot lines going forward with the DCEU because they are trying to you know um, uh, in DC's uh, Super Pets there was even a Black Adam post credit scene with uh, Black Adam's dog and stuff like th- they're trying to. Uh, to uh, draw some uh, connectivity, but um, uh, I think if they are adding post credit scenes, that would be a good time to bring in another Flash, um, bring in um, another another Batman if you if you want to. Um, but yeah, if if they if option three is is a pretty major loss, and I would be super surprised, but also intrigued if they were to choose that option. Mm. Yeah, I don't see them. I think the third option is the most least likely since, I mean, that's a lot of money. I mean, 
a lot 200, of money. You got to think like, it, it, like you said, it's going to grow upwards even more because of the reshoots and the marketing. So it's kind of probably going to be blown up to like at least four hundred million. Um, and so the movie would have to make eight hundred million plus to probably do well, you know, to clear and 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 be a hit for them. Do you think it's possible that this movie, if it comes out, it's going to make eight hundred plus million? And that's the thing. Oh man, I don't, I don't know if that's possible. Um, maybe, ironically, out of intrigue, like people are already saying, boycott Aquaman two because of Amber Heard. Um, you know, uh, you you could argue that what um, Ezra has done is a little worse, considering no one has checked him. That could be his. Sorry, there. Their uh, uh, privilege um, as a uh, as a as a white male in Hollywood, um, but I don't know. Like he's the main character, and for him not to do a press tour and for everyone to know what he's done, I don't know if this draws in crowds in that way. Like. It could bring out crowds ironically out of intrigue. Like, man, what is this going to be? I'm interested now because of all, right. this, all every, everything, everything that's happened. But um, I, I don't know if this is going to. Uh, it's it's a very similar situation to the peak of the pandemic where um, uh, Tenet kept getting pushed back, and you realize because they kept pushing it back in order to to break even, it had to make an, an, a crazy amount of money. And I don't think it did. Um, they definitely lost lost money with Tenet, um, and I think they're going to lose money um, regardless with uh, with the Flash. There's no way this movie makes makes the profit they need it to with everything going on. There's no way. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's tough to say because look at these DC projects. Like some you expect to maybe do well don't like Shazam the first one didn't really do all that well even though I did like Shazam quite a bit and they are making a sequel and I talked with this about Marley yesterday about like Zachary Levi he was asked a question about like well are they going to do a Shazam 3 and then Zachary Levi kind of just went like um well people just have to see this one you know what I mean so they're not even really clear if they are going to get a third Shazam movie um and you look at stuff like the Batman, which did really well, it had like 700 plus million, um, but that's not been greenlit for a sequel yet. So there, that's kind of in limbo right now. The Flash, I mean, people know The Flash as a character. Um, and then, you, like you said, people might be intrigued just to go like, okay, is this movie even worth it? You know what I mean? For them to, to go through all this trouble with Ezra Miller and putting it out and all this other stuff. But it has to make quite a bit of money. It has to make 800 probably plus a million to be successful. Um, and from what I hear, like I think test screenings, I think they said it was pretty good from test screenings. I think they said it was pretty good. Um, you know, it, it scored pretty well, but that could be also, you never know, uh, because Batgirl, even though that movie got the low sixties, like people saying that like, well, it got a low 60 doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad movie because I was reading like another Hollywood reporter article. I was reporting on it, talking about the cancellation that they mentioned how the movie it from 2017 that had a 60 low 60s rating and that did really well and i i really like it 2017 i thought it 2017 was very good yeah. same oh, director right. andy andy uh, muschietti same director yeah uh same director yeah, yeah. The director who's doing yeah. the flash now and then now he's yeah, the, uh, yeah. so it all circles back yeah all circles back yeah 
Um, it sucks. It's, it sucks. Like seeing. Uh, sorry. Uh, when um, Sasha Kaye got the role, he called her and like it was on Instagram and it was just a lot of hype and I was excited and like DC fandom came out and we got the teaser for for the Flash and it's it's Michael Keaton's voice talking about alternate timelines like this is going to be amazing and then Ezra just becomes the the reverse flash <laughs> and just becomes a villain and a menace in your life <laughs> crazy yeah i uh, it's just yeah it's just weird and this movie also the flash movie it's been in development for a long time because it kept switching directors like it bounced around from like at first it was like Lord and Miller was going to do it then it was like Rick Famuyiwa from Dope was going to do it then it bounced into the hands now of Andy Muschietti, who's the director of It, is now going to do it. So it's like it's been bouncing around for such a long time. Um, and then now you have this stuff going on. It's just like wild, you know. Um, but, yeah, I think the third I think the third option is probably the least likely. Um, and then if they, if they do do press for the movie, you got to think that the actors of the movie, they're just going to be bombarded with questions of like, so – how do you feel about Ezra Miller? Like, where's Ezra Miller? What was he doing? Like, you know, I mean, what they're doing. I mean, you, you know, they're just going to get bombarded with questions like that. Of yeah. Like, how do you feel about this? Yeah. And what do you have to say about this? You know what I mean? I, I, unless, I guess, yeah. the press people from One Brothers could tell interview is like, you, you, you're not allowed to ask about Ezra Miller. Like, unless they yeah, can just tell, don't, you know. Yeah. It's because it's going to be like Andrew Garfield in 2021 where he's up for films like he has films coming out that's giving that's getting him oscar nominations and no one cares except for like it's all spider-man questions like tick tick boom and and uh and the eyes of tammy faye like like critically acclaimed films that he's that, that he's in and getting award recognition for no one's asking about that they're asking about spider-man like it's gonna be like like that like please ask me about the movie i'm in don't ask me about what don't ask me about the elephant in the room that you know you want to ask me about. So I think uh, it'll be up to Warner Brothers, who has the power to do that. They can say, "Okay, guys, don't ask about this," because they do it all the time for like regular, regular like three minute interviews, um, like at press junkets. Like um, you have three minutes, don't talk about this, this or that. Go ahead. Um, so um, if they were to do that, and I don't want them to uh, give Sasha Kaye a hard time because this is her first, you know, big project, and in this day and age. Um, comic, comic films are kind of the new Star Wars. Once you get that, like your career's kind of made, and people start calling you to be in more stuff. Um, uh, so I don't want that for her. I do hope that um, DC Warner Brothers does have that kind of control during press tour and keeps people uh, under control. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So, do you have uh, some bullet points uh, for the uh, kind of what you would do with the flag? I mean, with the uh, DCU, or do you just have some? Because uh, we can go by bullet point by yeah. bullet point, you know, back and forth or... Yeah, I got some notes. I got some notes. Um, uh, so, kind of the beginning, once we had a feeling, like, it was rumored, uh, I think this week, that Warner Brothers reached out to Henry Cavill about Superman. He said no. Um, we thought Batflick was done, but he's in the Aquaman movie. Um, and because of Ezra Miller's whole Flash debacle, we don't know... How long Michael Keaton and 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 the bat and the Batgirl cancellation because Michael Keaton was supposed to be in the back in the Batgirl movie too that's gone now so yeah. um, if we don't know who our Superman is we don't know who our Batman is and they're saying we still want to keep Leslie Grace for super for, for future projects just release her movie I, I I don't get this game you're playing 
um, make you know uh, recast the Flash, bring in bring in Grant Gustin, bring in Greg Berlanti as the new Kevin Feige, and you make Leslie Grace's Batgirl and Sasha Kaye's uh, Supergirl the new tentpole characters, and you have an elderly Bruce Wayne as a advisor type. He can still have an active role in the DCEU, just not like a boots-on-the-ground kind of active role because he's now a an aged uh, Bruce Wayne. I think um, uh, if you're not going to bring back Cavill and all of our Batmans are 50-plus years old, um, you know, we have young actors, we have young characters. Make them the temp. Uh, the tentpole, the tentpole, tentpole characters going forward with with the DCEU, and uh, you know, kind of how the MCU has their big three: Cap, Iron Man, Thor, Flash, Batgirl, Supergirl. You can kind of shape your stories around their trilogies as you introduce more characters. Hmm. Okay. It kind of gets into like who's going to be. Are you going to focus on? Because David Zaslav says we're we're really going to try to focus on our core characters: Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, the Flash. You know, to me, our core characters. So Wonder Woman, for the most part, when she came out with her movie, her first movie, everybody was really mostly loving it. Um, you know what I mean? Really enjoyed it. Gal Gadot. Um, they were like, "Bam! This is an awesome movie." Um, second one, not so much. Uh, Wonder Woman 84, no. That was kind of yikes. But I do think one of my bullet points is I do want to see a Wonder Woman 3. I think she is a core character. She is one of the big anchors of your things because she is one of the things that works right now for you is Wonder Woman, even though she did have a bad outing with the second movie. Um, and typically that's not very typical of superhero movies or just movies in general. Like the sequel, usually the sequel is like supposed to, usually it outdoes the first movie. It's like, oh, this is even almost even, but this is like a level up. So that's typically not how it really goes. But I would like to see a third Wonder Woman movie and I would like to see Patty Jenkins come back for a third one, um, you know, to see if she can, you know, fix what she did wrong with the, the, this, this, uh, the second one. I wouldn't like to have her write the movie because I think the another thing was she did write the second movie and she didn't write the first one all that much. So I would like to see her maybe just direct it and not really write it. So I think that's big. With Ben Affleck coming back as Batman, I would like to keep him as Batman. I think he's – I actually liked his Batman. Um, I didn't like the fact that he murdered a bunch of people, but he was Captain Murder Man. But um, I like to kind of tone down on that. Uh, but I, I did like his performance as Bruce Wayne as Batman. But he is an actor who is 50-plus. How long is he really going to be that role? But if you're going to have him as Batman... Also, we see in this DC kind of universe that a lot of events have already happened. Like, the death of Jason Todd has already happened. You kind of saw that, hinted at in BVS and things like that. We have a Batgirl in this um, universe, possibly. So, if you're going to continue with an older Batman maybe you see a passing of the torch and that's when you bring in Terry McGinnis, uh, which a lot of people I think would love to see like, you know, Terry McGinnis um, and, and kind of that. Do you think it, it'd be, because you got to think how long can Ben Affleck be the active boots on the ground Batman as opposed to, you know, Terry McGinnis or would you want to see Terry McGinnis more like way out in the future? Like, you know what I mean? In, in a scenario where it's like a, a universe where it's like 2050 or something like that, you know, uh, how, how would you feel about that? Just like what uh, Javon is saying in the chat, uh, as we know, because of the sizzle, sizzle reel from uh, Fandome, 
this is going to be a multiverse heavy movie, which is the best opportunity to bring in Terry McGinnis if you were to do it. Um, considering we have a Bruce Wayne who is gray on top now, and 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 you know Michael Michael Keaton today, um, and he and even uh, even uh, Ben Affleck has some salt and pepper um, coming in. Um, uh, definitely, I, I would love um, if they could bring in uh, Batman Beyond uh, Ter- uh, Terry McGinnis. I've, I've I've thought about casting about this before. Um, names and faces are are, are escaping me. Um, who is the young Asian actor from the Maze Runner franchise? The he's Maze like, Runner like, a- Asian actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was also uh, on like a few episodes. Oh, Ken uh, Hong Lee. He was in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, I think he could be. A, I don't know why. I think he has the look. I don't know what that look is, but he has the look. I think he could be a great futuristic Batman. Um, like Terry McGinnis doesn't have to be white; he could be. Um, uh, especially uh, watching uh, Justice League Unlimited, the uh, epilogue episode. Amanda Waller is like, "Oh yeah, you were actually the biological son of Bruce Wayne, and I made sure of it." Like, what? <laughs> like, like yeah. Thomas or whatever uh, James McGinnis isn't my father? No, like I injected him with, and I changed his reproductive makeup. To yeah. be identical to Bruce Wayne, so that was weird. Yeah, what? Yeah, so weird. growing up, he actually looks like Bruce Wayne. The same blue eyes, the chin. I'm like, wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, to ha- for having a, a Batman figure um, along with uh, Barbara Gordon, why not uh, bring? You know, they they did it in uh, Once Upon a Time a Future Thing, where uh, you know elderly Static Shock showed up with dreadlocks. That was really cool. Um, uh, um, John Stewart, Grey Lantern, got to meet his son, uh, Warrior Hawk, with with uh, Shaira. So there's no reason why um, they can't do that with this Flash movie if they if they wanted to bring in uh, a Terry McGinnis Batman Beyond. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Would you? Because another part of my plan is so I think you keep Gil Gadot's Wonder Woman. I think you do that. Mm-hmm. I do like Jason Momoa's Aquaman. I didn't. I'm not the biggest fan of the Aquaman movie, but I'd like what Jason Momoa does with the character. He's 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 Ocean Bro. He's you know, uh, basically. So yeah. I like I kind of yeah. like that. I think that's kind of funny and kind of cool that they kind of do like you know he's he's Aqua Bro. Um, mm-hmm. So would you keep the two of them? Uh, absolutely. Um, you, you need your your main uh, temple characters. Um, you need characters who have consistently worked since the beginning. That's the issue with the DCEU. Things haven't consistency. There's no, there's none of it. Um, since uh, since they came on the scene, I think uh, people loved and approved of of Jason Momoa. Um, you know, there are sexist idiots out there who said Gal Gadot can't be Wonder Woman because she doesn't speak English because her accent's too thick. She's um, her. Um, She's not uh, busty enough, chesty enough. I'm like, that has nothing to do with the character. And I'm so glad she said that like in interviews. Like people saying because her, her chest is, is isn't isn't big enough, she can't be Wonder Woman. It has nothing to do with the character. Um Yes, eighty four was rough. Um I don't know how you make a movie set in Washington DC in the eighties and there's no black people at all. Um that was weird. That was really weird. I'm, I'm from, I'm, I live in DC. Like that's, that's where I am on the East coast. And, uh, that was weird. Uh, 
it's, it's, it's called Chocolate City for a reason, and Patty Jenkins just wrote us out of the movie. It, it, it was weird. Um, but I love Wonder Woman. I, I enjoyed uh, Aquaman. No one really complains about these characters the way they do about Henry Cavill and, and Batfleck. You know, there's so much drama surrounding those characters. Um, I definitely think you do an Aquaman 3, do a Wonder Woman 3, and, uh, you know, these characters are aren't human like Thor they could live on for longer and and do a a, a Thor do a, a fourth Wonder Woman or Aquaman depending on where the where the direction is going mm-hmm. but um um you know it's with with Batman he's human eventually his story does have to end similar to Tony and and even cap like cap retires Tony does die um when you're when you're a god or um or um, a deity, or or a, a metahuman like Aquaman and Wonder Woman, uh, you know, and 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 your life is kind of extended. That gives you room to keep these these actors and characters around. So, um, mm-hmm. for sure, I would I would love it, an uh, Aquaman three and and a Wonder Woman uh, three. Uh, but I do agree with you. Not written by Patty Jenkins. Um, uh, if because I think Zack Snyder wrote um, the first one. Uh, it definitely had that feel. Um, yeah, I definitely keep those. Definitely keep the temple characters and actors who have worked from the beginning. Because what the, what the DCEU needs is consistency. That's all. Mm. What's your uh, next bullet point there? Um. So, um, I know the MCU is doing. Uh, well, I don't. Nothing was announced yet, but um, when they do get to. Uh, Nova Corps, that'd be cool. I love. I uh, I think uh, uh, Green Lantern. Finally, Green Lantern. Um, I again, David Zasloff, whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> I think they, I think they greenlit um, a uh, Green Lantern show or movie, and it's uh, based and, and it's focused around uh, Hal Jordan and Guy Gardner. And I'm like, I think. Oh my goodness. If I remember correctly, um, the, like when HBO Max was like very first announced, I remember they they announced all these bunch of projects that's going to be with HBO Max. And I think a Green Lantern show was a part of that, um, and I think they said they were going to do it about like the entire Green Lantern core, not really about how Jordan. But I could be wrong though. I could. Yeah. Be, I thought yeah, it was just about yeah. the whole Green Lantern. Corps. There was a Green Lantern core show, I think, in in, in talks, but um. Yeah, as far as like fixing it and going forward, um, I would love for um, for them to introduce uh, John Stewart. <laughs> um, again, they said they're not going forward with any um, uh, uh, Snyderverse stuff. So um, uh, Jesse Eisenberg's Luther is gone. Uh, 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 is it Frank? Grugillo's um, Deathstroke is gone, unfortunately. Oh, that... Joe Maginello. Joe Mag. What did I say? Frank. <laughs> I said Frank someone. Gugino. <laughs> I that was way off. Yeah. Um. Uh. Say it again. What's his name? Joe Maginello. Joe Maginello. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Uh. It's unfortunate that that we, that we lost that, but um. Um. I also really love Doom Patrol. I don't know if they ever want to do anything with that. Um, that's been consistent. I think find a way to 
to uh, t- do again, Greg Berlanti in 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 one sequence with uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. He tied in every live action piece of DC storytelling ever, whether it was like two seasons of of uh, Birds of Prey that came out in the early two thousands, whether it's uh, Batman from the '60s, um, the Robin actor who played Robin in those, in the, like it's all tied together now because of Frank Berlanti. Even the DCEU bringing in, bringing in Ezra, uh, um, I almost said Ezra Bridger from Star Wars, uh, <laughs> Ezra Miller. Uh, again, like as far as um, my bullet points go, it's like next to a circled next to a star. It's it's Greg Berlanti. You need a showrunner who cares. Um, that's why uh, Star Wars kind of struggled a few years ago because Kathleen Kennedy, she likes Star Wars. She doesn't love it. She only watches the movies. She doesn't know about the novels, the TV shows, the animation. She doesn't really care about that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But she's a great producer. She knows how to get it done, how to make money. But um, but but, D- but Star Wars and DC needs a Kevin Feige, someone running the show who cares, who who is a fan themselves. So um. Uh, uh, David needs to David Zaslov needs to call Greg Berlanti ASAP and mm. have some meetings and talk about storyboarding and and um, and uh, and uh, vision boarding and just moving forward um, with a cohesive story that does tie together in, in one universe that feels like one universe. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. It's been interesting to see if they could get. Uh, Greg Berlanti, if he wants to do it, uh, you know, yeah, how much, you know, if he could bring a good, you, you know, cohesive vision to the DCEU. Um, so I mentioned that how much I, you know, I think One Woman Three would be good. Um, I think an Aquaman Two. Uh, they're doing it. The, the, that's the next kind of DCEU movie coming out. Um, I think it's Black Adam. Then it's Aquaman Two. Um, they're doing that. Which I don't have very much strong faith in Black Adam the movie. I don't think it's gonna be. I don't know. I I don't I don't know how. I don't think it's gonna be that strong. But um, how do you feel about it, Black Adam? Black Adam looks and feels like a Rock movie. Uh, the Rock. I don't know. He he has been the highest paid actor in Hollywood for the past maybe five years now. Um, he's in everything. You can't open social media without seeing him. Uh, it's, it's it's not a bad thing. Um, but um, I, I don't I don't know. It's just everyone who works with him, they love him, they they praise him. But I I can't help but feel some kind of ego from him. Uh, he has a lot of clout in Hollywood, a lot of pull. He can get things done. He can get things made, um, including this movie. Like he, if he wants to be a superhero, he's gonna be a superhero. Granted. This his casting was announced in two thousand seven, was it not? Yeah, when like, he was doing like the original journey to the center of the earth, or I think it was it. Well, I forgot what movie back when he had, back when he had, when he, had he had hair. Like <laughs> he was casted as Black Adam, and only now this year are we getting trailers and Comic Con appearances in the suit. Uh, and he, what what's killing me? He keeps saying the hierarchy of power in the DC universe about to change forever. I was like, bro. You keep saying this. I have a feeling this movie is just going to be you, you know, taking it out and just putting it on the table. And be like, this is who I am. And I'm like, bruh, I, <laughs> I get it. You are the rock. But like, I, I feel, again, consistency and connectivity. I don't know 
it's exciting to see Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate, a live action Dr. Fate who I've loved since Justice League Unlimited. Um, yeah. And, and, and Adam Smasher, like, and uh, Aldous Hodge as, as, a, as a Hawkman. That's going to be really cool. But yeah. I don't know how much this is going to tie into everything else when The Rock is just playing a superhero version of himself or anti-hero version of himself just because he wants to. That, 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 that's what I'm feeling. Like, there's not a lot of purpose behind this besides I want to do this. Like, I want to be a hero, so I, I, I chose the one that I looked like the most and could play like the most based on my persona. Hmm. So yeah. uh, I, I do feel, I feel the way you do. Um, I am, I am a little cautious about this one. I don't know if it'll be a DCEU movie or a rock movie. Hmm. Uh, Javon Good says Shazam. That's also coming out this year as well. Shazam. I forget about that. Fear of the yeah. Gods. Um, and then Fear Javon the Good in reference to the line about the rock saying the hierarchy of power is about to change. He said he just loves that line. Someone said it in a meeting and he fell in love with it. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. just, yeah, someone's heard someone saying it's like, man, that's a great line. I want to use it everywhere. All the promos. Every time yeah. I, talk about <laughs> I, can't, I can't stop saying it. I can't stop saying it. Um, and you're and you're one of your points. You brought up Green Lantern. Um, I think it's good. I think it's time for another Green Lantern movie. Uh, and I think John Stewart Green Lantern, like you said, I grew up with Justice League the animated series. Um, and mm-hmm. to me, Green Lantern was John Stewart. That was my Green Lantern. Yes. Um, and so I would love to see John Stewart Green Lantern. And it would also help really make the distinction between the Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds and the fact that we're doing a brand new Green Lantern movie. It would help really make that distinction um, and bring up the fact that, you know, Green Lantern is the Green Lantern core. And then, you know, they're basically like police of the, of the galaxy of the universe um, going around kind of doing things. Um, and the Green, the Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds came out all the way in what, 2014? 2011. 2011. Wow. It's been that long. 2011. So, yeah, it's it's been that many years, so it's like, yeah, I think you're overdue for a Green Lantern movie uh, at this point yeah. um, to to have one. So I think that would be uh, your should be your next movie you should be getting into production and going ahead with that one uh, because he's also a core member of the Justice League. Um, if the plan is to eventually build up to another Justice League movie. That's probably your next big plan. It's probably you'd want to build up to another Justice League movie with your new roster of core characters. Um, do you have a roster in mind for who would be the core Justice League members right now? Oh, man. Um, Justice League. So we need Gal Gadot, uh, Wonder Woman, Jason Momoa's Aquaman, um, Zachary Levi Shazam, bring him in. Um, um, why not bring in uh, Sasha Kaye Supergirl? Um, there's going to be a Flash there somewhere. Don't know who is going to be or when or why. It could be... I don't know who's playing playing the Flash. I don't know if it's Barry or or Wally or or um, Bart, Kid Flash. Um, that's five. I, I know they said no more Snyderverse. I wouldn't mind... Um, I, when uh, the Snyder Cut came out and we got the epilogue, I was excited for more Martian Manhunter. I would mm-hmm. I would love to have him come back if you want to have it be if you want it to be practical like Vision and Paul Bettany, that's great. If not, you want to see uh, CGI uh, uh, the the full character and just have Carl Lumley come back and voice the actor the character. I'd be all for that. I love Carl Lumley. Um, 
and um, oh, and uh, and Hawkman uh, from from uh, Black Adam uh, once he's introduced. I, I know that's more Justice Society of America that they're mm. um, introducing in the uh, Black Adam movie, which is could be another way to kind of supplement and uh, make up for the lack of Justice League. You know, introducing an entire team in one movie. Um, you know, that's kind of killing uh, two birds with one stone. I think. Um, so Wonder Woman, Aquaman, um, The Flash, Shazam, Martian Manhunter, Supergirl. I think. I think right, right, uh, top, top, off the top of my head. That's my six mm. for the DU Justice League. Uh, for me, I would do so. Let's see. I would do Superman. You obviously you got to. I think you got to have Superman uh, a part of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman, of course. Then Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Uh, so that's four. Um, and you you keep those. I think Superman. I think you recast Superman. Uh, you know, kind of recast and get a new actor. I wouldn't mind if Henry Cavill came back if he wanted to. I wouldn't mind that, but you know, it seems like yeah. like you said, he seems like he doesn't want to come back. Uh, so I recast Superman. Um, then I would do Big Barda. I think, especially since she's a part of like more of the other universe type stuff um, uh, with uh, 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 God, I'm blanking with uh, Apocalypse, the Planet Apocalypse, uh, Doomsday. Uh, not, oh God, is it Doomsday? Not Doomsday. What do I mean? Dark Side? Dark Side, that's what I mean to say. Dark Side, things like that. I think that would be good. Um, I think the actress from Brooklyn Nine-Nine would make a great big barda. I think she'd be very good. The oh, actress who plays um, Rosa. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, Stephanie, uh, 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 I forgot her name. Uh, uh, Beatrice. Beatrice. Uh, Stephanie Beatrice, yeah. Yeah, I think she would fantastic. I think she'd make a good big barda. Um, so you have her, then yeah, Wonder Woman. That's, that's at six so far, right? Um, and then I think you would do John Stewart Green Lantern. I think you'd bring him mm-hmm. in there as well. Um, would be I think who'd, yeah I think who do you cast as John Stewart Green Lantern? Um, yeah. I got to think of somebody. I don't want to. I know the obvious answer people would probably want to go with is Idris Elba. You know what I mean? Um, I think there's other black oh, actors okay. other than Idris Elba. I think. Yeah. I'd go with the guy from the first Purge, Yolan Noel. I think I like to see yeah. him. I like to see him in something. Yeah. I think he'd be good. Yeah. I'd like to see him get more exposure. Or Trevante Rhodes, uh, also be probably pretty good as well. Um, you know, just to get some more exposure on those guys, I think would be very cool. Um, so that yeah, would be- uh, Trevante was definitely um, my choice for uh, uh, John Stewart. Trevante Rhodes. Yeah. Uh, so I think yeah, get some more exposures on that, guys. I'm again, I'm trying to get close to the lineup that was in the animated show. Like you had John Stewart Green Lantern, um, and there they had Hawk Girl um, in there. Uh, yeah. But and I think that the big thing of why they added Hawk Girl was like, hey, we want to have like more women on the team. Like we just don't want to have all Come you know, women, yeah. mostly just guys on the team. Like we want to have extra women. So I think Big Barter would be a good uh, placement there for there, and uh, you know, connect also to the, like I said, the other stuff with. The Planet of the Apocalypse yeah. and uh, Dark Side and all that other stuff. If you want to bring that and like Granny Goodness, yeah. um, and yeah. all that stuff, so I think yeah, that'd be cool to have that. And then you bring in uh, Mister Miracle, uh, who's the yeah. uh, love interest uh, for for Big Barda. Um, Big Barda, yeah. And then I think Martian Manhunter also. Yeah, bring in Martian Manhunter would also yeah. be very good too. And um, uh, and maybe uh, if we're doing um, the Justice League, uh, Black Canary is established. Uh, Journey Smollett from Birds of Prey. You know, in, yeah. in, in the comics. She, she, oh, uh, she's supposed to be getting her own spinoff too, right? 
I heard about that. Yeah, uh, potentially. Yeah, well, 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 which is which is funny because Birds of Prey wasn't really was um, no one really saw it, and uh, and uh, yeah, um, I, I I thought it was I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, I thought it was entertaining. So uh, I'm surprised by that by that decision. Also, giving her a spinoff when the movie that introduced her didn't do well. Yeah. Uh, that movie's gonna be a part of my next one of my next bullet points, but I'll let you go ahead. Uh, what else do you have there? Um, so yeah, um, uh, Journey Smollett. She's all she's she's already introduced as a uh, Black Canary, and Black Canary is a pretty, uh, pretty present, fi- pretty large figure in in DC comics. She's like one of the arguably the gr- the greatest hand to hand combatant. It. Um, and uh, and yeah, she, she's she's well established. Um, I think it'd be cool if the next time we saw her because. Birds of Prey ends. She's in the team. Birds of Prey. Um, it'd be cool if next time we saw her, she was um, at that table that was talked about in uh, in the Snyder cut, like uh, uh, a, a big table, six chairs, but room for more. Yes, room for more. Um, uh, I, I liked that, which is uh, um, it's it's sad again because that that that's all scrapped. That's not happening. But um, Granny goodness, there's there's a shot of her in uh, in the Snyder cut when um, when they defeat Steppenwolf. Send his head back to the portal, and Darkseid steps on it, crush, crushes it. Like there's a shot of uh, Granny Goodness and uh, and Desaad and all those people, just you know, kind of um, just chilling with Darkseid. Um, but um, but yeah, for just to reiterate, for based on what we have to work with, um, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Shazam, The Flash, Black Canary, Hawkman. Supergirl, that's seven. I think that's my seven. But yeah, yeah. Um, so in connection with like I said, bringing Birds of Prey, Margot Robbie. Um, I think she's a very good Harley Quinn. Um, I think she said she's going to be taking a break for a little bit uh, from playing the character Harley Quinn, uh, just for like a minute. But when she comes back, um, I think you should do a Harley and Ivy movie, uh, Poison Ivy. Yes. I think it'd be good yes. if you do that. Um, I don't know if maybe you would want to introduce Poison Ivy first in a Batman movie. Um, again, um, it depends because I think they said the Batman, the Ben Reeves Batman is in another universe, which I'm happy about. I don't really need to see the Batman, Matt Reeves, Rob Pattinson connect to this other stuff. Um, I yeah. think them, I think they called it like what the black label, I think is what they called it. Like these black kinda, label. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the Joker and the Batman and all that other stuff. Like, that's fine. A little, little I, darker, darker in tone. Yeah, like having a another universe of stuff where you can just do these kind of offshoot movies, where it keeps people kind of, it, it keeps the diversity up of these movies. Because I think trying to follow the Marvel plan, you wouldn't have gotten a movie like Joker. You know, even though I'm not exactly. a big fan of the movie myself, um, I don't know how how do you feel about Joker. Uh, I personally really love Joker. I think I gave it like five stars. It was one of my favorite films of twenty nineteen. Is that what it came out? Twenty nineteen. Um, wow! Did it? Damn. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I th- I thought it was uh, really good. Um, I know some people thought it was a little um, uh, self indulgent look uh, um, analysis of, of mental health and all that. Um, I did watch during the pandemic. Uh, I did watch uh, Taxi, and I, I saw a lot of influence from Taxi. Um, Scorsese was even a producer for uh, the Joker. Um, just uh, seeing 
it's it's I thought it was a great uh character study. You know, his character is on screen ninety nine percent of the time. Like it's it's all him, and we're just following this character's uh day to day life, and we're watching his uh mental processes. We're seeing him kind of uh we're, we're seeing him slip, and we and we can understand we can understand why. Even if you can't fully empathize, you understand why. Like all his outbursts about to his therapist, his outbursts to um to uh Thomas Wayne in the bathroom, his outbursts to um to um Robert De Niro's character. Um he's telling people what's wrong and no one's really listening because he's a freak, he's an outcast. So um I personally I personally really enjoyed it. I thought, I thought it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I, I like that they were able to do something like that and it paid off for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It made a billion dollars and making it. And people are really hyped about the, the sequel to it. Yeah. Uh, with Lady yeah. A, a, a billion dollars. He wins the Oscar. Like that's, he's the second actor to win an Oscar for playing the same role. Like, uh, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think, um, uh, someone won from from the Godfather franchise. Like they played the same. Uh, yeah, Robert De Niro because he played the yeah yeah and the younger version. Yeah, exactly. Marlon Brando. Yeah, um, exactly. So um, yeah, yeah. Um, so I like you're able to do this. So I think you should keep doing that stuff, like the Black Label stuff, where you do these kind of offshoots and like these yeah. kind of self-contained kind of universe stuff. Don't get rid of that in your attempt to try to yeah. be like Marvel. Um, I think that's yeah, really because like the MCU would never give us a three-hour-long detective noir film the way Matt Reeves and the, and the Batman did. Like two hours and fifty-six minutes of just detective work, Batman and Gordon in the trenches, side by side, following clues, like actually doing detective work. It, it was it was great. Mm, yeah. Um, so. With that, with like, I think Harley and Ivy, I think even Margot Robbie has expressed interest in, in kind of doing that. I think when they, was it that they originally came up with the, I think they would give an interview, Margot Robbie said at first she did want to do Poison Ivy and Harley, like do that. Um, and I know the show, um, the animated show, do you watch the animated show on HBO Max? I, I love the animated show. I love it. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, and that works out great. So if you can yeah. just adapt. Um, like, like leading up to, Birds of Prey. Before we knew what it was, there was talks of Gotham Sirens. You know, if, if you if you throw in Catwoman, that that little trio is like it's like the anti Birds of Prey. Like, uh, you know, their own little uh, team of, of villains. Uh, Gotham Sirens. Um, mm-hmm. That'd be really cool. Um, there are arguments because like DC is so has been people feel that you know even though Marvel has become commercially more successful. DC DC's place in pop culture overall is still a bit bigger. Like the assumption that a lot of people know Poison Ivy, therefore you don't need to give her an, an, an introduction. You can just make it like make make a movie that introduces her with with Harley um, rather than um, a DCEU Batman movie that introduces Pamela um, I, um, Ivy or Pamela Isley. Um, uh, I I think. Uh, I think a Gotham Sirens movie would be a fun sequel to Birds of Prey, mm. um, you know, because the movie ends with the team, uh, Huntress, Black Canary, and uh, in this version, uh, Renee Montoya, uh, Rosie Perez's character. Mm. Um, usually in the comics, it's Batgirl instead of Rosie, which is the character of Cassandra Kane is in the movie, but she's not Batgirl. Yeah. Um, 
Um, I think I think Gotham Sirens, including uh, Poison Ivy and Catwoman, uh, um, not not uh, Zoe Kravitz's character, but the DCEU's Catwoman would be a fun way to uh, be a sequel while also incorporating and introducing new characters like uh, Poison Ivy. Mm, yeah, Gotham City Sirens would be good. Catwoman, Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn. Uh, that would yeah, be. Really I, think, cool. I think that's what they should have did originally probably is do that instead of mm-hmm. doing try to do birds of prey which birds of prey in the comics and i'm not a big stickler of like well in the comics they did it this way in the comic yeah. you know, but birds of prey is more like a, a hero team not a like a yeah team but, and then and then and then you watch the movie you're like oh this is i like the movie just change the title call it harley quinn and the birds of prey because the birds of prey don't become a thing until the very end and right. the entire movie is harley quinn's fantabulous emancipation from from the joker so just just change the, the title of the movie and it all plays out much better that's all yeah yeah you should just i think you should just call the movie harley quinn honestly because the harley that, quinn that long ass title the birds of prey of the emancipation proclamation of the united states of kind of, i'm like what the fuck is that? like come on man just just should have just called that i think that's part of the reason why the movie didn't do all that well it's like just call the shit harley quinn like that's what she should it's hard called. it's hard to market a a an extensive, dramatic, extravagant title. It it, it it's hard. Yeah, it's you just, know, yeah. Like Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Everyone everyone just says Marcel the Shell, uh, or um, uh, what was another like really long title that I was like, just call it um, like I, I love the movie, but I keep getting it wrong. Um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Like I keep saying everywhere, sometimes there. Like uh, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, yeah. But yeah, just the title. Yeah, just, just fix the title. Well, just, yeah, Harley. Just call it like Harley, Harley Quinn, Harley something. Harley. Like yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'd like to see her come back as the character, and I'd like to see them make a third sure. Suicide Squad movie if they do it with. For sure. Like, like, if we're gonna talk about actors who are born to play heroes, Hugh Jackman, Downey Jr., Margot Robbie was born to play Harley Quinn. She is perfect. Like she the voice down to the Mr. the J part. Like she sounds like the Harley Quinn we knew growing up watching the animated series. Like she has that, that, that Brooklyn Bronx kind of attitude, that kind of, that kind of talk. Like she's really good at it. She's like, she nailed it. And like, mm. you know, people forget she's an Aussie. She speaks in interviews. She's, she's from Australia. Yeah. Cause her accent is so good. Mm. Uh, same with them. Andrew Garfield. People forget he's British. People think, some people think he's American cause his, <laughs> accent is that good like yeah. he it's so natural yeah uh any uh bullet point from you um bullet points from me uh not really just mainly mainly uh greg berlanti you, you need a showrunner who who cares um uh that that's all it is i'm, I'm so happy that marvel fans have kevin feige someone who knows comics himself can uh, can reference comics himself. Can reference comic writers um, besides Stan Lee. Um, that that that's all that, that's all they need. I don't know if David Zasloff is going to do that. Um, uh, hmm. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what his plan is. But uh, as far just have a meeting with, with Greg Blanty. If he has a pitch, please listen to the pitch. I hope it's a good pitch because if it's not, it's it's going to be a missed opportunity. Yeah. Uh my last few ones are so so far I have uh recast Superman. Um 
continue with Ben Affleck as Batman if he wishes to continue, if he wants to keep doing these movies uh, as Batman. Uh, make the Batman sequel, the Matt Reeves. Uh, keep it self-contained in its own universe. Don't try to connect it to anything. Um, also, uh, during the Flash movie, recast Ezra Miller. Get a new actor in there. If you want to keep Barry Allen or kill Barry Allen and bring in Wally West or Bart Allen or another version of the Flash, uh, maybe, I don't know, you bring in Jay Garrick. I don't know. Uh, but uh, the OG Flash, uh, just you know, recast him. I think do a soft yeah. reboot uh, Superman movie. Uh, I think that'd also be good if you're going to recast the actor as Superman, kind of do like a softish reboot. Um, and with this Flash movie... I think the things you kind of do away with is kind of like Suicide Squad 2016, kind of kind of do away with that kind of stuff there, or Man of Steel, BVS, um, you know, kind of some of the Zack Snyder stuff there. Um, you know, I think you kind of move away from that, transition from that, uh, make Wonder Woman 3. Um, if Aquaman 2 is good, make Aquaman 3. Um, then go on to John Stewart Green Lantern uh, to build up. I think the the next big thing you want to plan for is like the Justice League movie. That's the next big thing you want to plan yeah. for um, in the future. So get your roster set for that, making kind of movies and introducing them. Um, Static Shock. I think a lot of people would love to see a Static Shock movie. I think that would be huge if you do that. Don't. Um, I think if his big thing, David Zasloff, his big thing is to go away from HBO Max, push for more theatrical stuff. I think Blue Beetle, Static Shock, I think doing those in the theaters, don't cancel the Blue Beetle movie. I like the actor who's um, the lead in Blue Beetle. He's the guy from Cobra Kai. I think it's an excellent choice. Yeah. Um, I think that's awesome. Um, and I think, you know, I think that's that'd be great. So I think Static Shock, you know, to be your younger group of heroes um, that you really want to and be, you know, DC Spider-Man, I think Blue Beetle and Static Shock could really be that for DC. Um also, I think if you decide to do a Justice League Dark movie, I think that also would be really cool um, with John Constantine, Zatanna, all the magical characters of the DC uh, of the DC universe. Introduce that. I, would you have to do a movie where you introduce them first, like you know some solo movies? Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe because some of these characters are kind of lesser characters, like Dead Man, for instance. Like, are you going to do a whole movie about Dead Man? I don't know, maybe, maybe not. But, uh, yeah, I think, the, the you know, you would have to lay it out. Because when they were at Comic-Con, um, DC basically just showed up there. And it was like, Marvel had all this stuff. They were like, here's all this big stuff we got. And here's some trailer. Here's all these big news. And DC kind of just showed up with like, oh, here's a trailer for Shazam 2. And The Rock showing up as Black Adam, I guess. Okay. That was yeah. it. Yeah, that was kind of basically it. But I think the the next big thing is, you know, try to lay out a roster for Justice League. That's the big thing. Who's who are they going to fight in a Justice League movie? Mm, interesting. Um I don't know, maybe it's cuz I just recently saw The Sandman where David Thewlis played John D and John D is Doctor Destiny and Doctor Destiny's a mm -hmm. Justice League villain. Maybe you bring in Doctor mm -hmm. Destiny. Maybe you have them fight that character. Um but yeah, yeah. um that would be my suggestions there if you do that. Yeah. Um, if they if they ever did want to do a soft reboot for Superman, uh, Man of Steel, uh, sequel, um, have Brainiac or Bizarro be the villain, oh. or no, have have Bizarro be the villain and kind of use that to bring in introduce Supergirl. If you were to go with the third option and scrap the Flash movie entirely, mm -hmm. which is which means goodbye to Sasha Kaye, and c keep her and introduce her. A introduce her as Supergirl in in the Superman 
sequel or, or reboot. I think that's another option for um, uh, kind of pivoting the DCEU. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You you mentioned you know, Brainiac or Bizarro. That brings, you know, that's kind of a good point because it's like, if you're going to do Cement, please stop doing Zod and Lex Luthor. Can we get some other Superman villains, there please? Are, like, you know, bro, Metallo or Parasite or Mr. Missopelix or somebody. Let's get some other Superman villains in these movies, please. I'm, like, I'm, yeah. Lo- Lo- Lobo, Mongol, like, yeah. super, like everyone, everyone talks about Batman's and Spider-Man's and the Flash's rogue gallery. Superman's rogue gallery are beasts, man. No one can t- like. There's a reason. Like these are Superman's villains. Like this, these guys can take a hit. So, <laughs> yeah, man. And but but yeah, it's always it's always Lex Luthor and and Zod. I'm like, or, or Doomsday. I'm like, there's more than just that, y'all. Come on. Oh. Um. Yeah. That was a great discussion, man. That was a really great discussion. Thank you. It, it was a great discussion. Thank you. Uh, for coming on, man. Much appreciated. Uh, we're going to be heading out. Uh, that was uh, our DC. Mm-hmm.